0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Bill's Favorite Podcast. Wildcard wins and Carl's a creep and he's gonna rub it in. This is a competition where you listen to each host present their creep and then you head over to the subreddit and vote for the guy whose team already won the wildcard rounds. Anyways, have you been feeling sad, lonely, depressed? Of course you have. You're listening to this podcast. Well, the good news is Carl and Vinny's Creeps can really help you out this week. Have you ever wanted to hang out with celebrities? Maybe hit them with a hot iron? Maybe have sex with them, but never get them pregnant? Well, then Vinny's Creep is the man for you. But if your style's more feeding the homeless, rigging elections, maybe poisoning a whole town, well, Carl's Creep has got the seminar for you. Anyways, that's all I got for this week. Tucker,
1: out. I'm going to give the people what they want, sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. That our flight
0: was still there. Oh, I got my eye a
2: few guys. You put one thing, you're out of this game. I run a clean game here. I have any trouble, I'll suspend you. I'm looking at a fucking song. <laughs> vomit inducing thing hola creepos welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps i am your host
1: the tower of power too sweet to be sour the people's champion
2: a big healthy
1: Excelsior.
2: True believers. To everyone out there and joining me as always is my co-host Hot C-C-C-Carla. What is happening? Vinny Paulino. Good to be back with you, my friend. I got a lot of energy today.
1: Yesterday was MLK Day and uh, my family tradition is to go watch hockey on MLK Day because that's what he would have wanted. And I watched one of the worst Sabres games I've ever seen in my life. They were terrible. So that was not a... uh,
2: A good use of my time yesterday, but I'm happy to be here with you today, buddy. Well, pal, welcome back. You know why I'm happy to be here with you today, buddy? Does it have anything to do with the score from last week's episode?
1: It does have something to do with that. It also has something to do with the score from the Bills-Dolphins game. Hey, uh, Vinny, delay of game, do they call that in the NFL anymore? There had to be seven Delay of game penalties, and they did not call against the Dolphins. I was that game. screaming. <laughs>
2: that was so frustrating. So you kept inviting me over to your house. Yeah, I
1: did. Yeah, we wanted you to come
2: over and hang out. I was at the until bar. they took the lead, and then I'm like, oh, "Good thing Vinny isn't here." Jesus. <laughs> you admit one thing to me: just make me feel better. Yeah. We got a long we got a long time until the next season starts. Yep. You know, especially for the Bills, they're going to be out after this weekend. Admit to me you were scared. Oh, God, of course. Yes. The Dolphins hit the lead in the third quarter. That was crazy. Yeah. They're a better team. than people give them credit. You guys, uh, Bills fans talked a lot of shit this last week. Yep. They we talked sure a did. lot of shit. We and sure you got did. out by the skin of your teeth again. <laughs> and I'm mad that they couldn't. the Dolphins couldn't get over the hump. But that Skylar Thompson kid was throwing dimes. Everybody yeah. was dropping them. A lot of things didn't go their way. It fucking happens. It's football. And I lost at the fucking creep off so yeah let's
1: show that score let's take a look at what that happened over there with
2: uh, last week's voting Just a of music i forgot to put the image in I mean, fucking
1: you never forget to pull a screenshot when you win oh, I've Disgusting, n- never seen you thing fuck that up before when you had the lead in this it's interesting Thank you for all of the cousin for voting for uh, my creep last week. I very much appreciate it and deserve it. So thank
2: you for that. He didn't even find his creep. Alex found it for him. So what? That's not part of the rules. I know. I've, Alex <laughs> found creepers for me, too. Yeah, I know.
0: Exactly.
2: <laughs> that guy's the greatest. He's great. Alex, I want you to know something, pal. You're listening. We love you, buddy. Thank you for everything that you did. Yes. You're a great guy. Agreed. gangrenously is the champ. Love you, pal. So, Carl, this week we decided to piggyback the theme of why you blew off the show yesterday, and we decided to go with creepiest hockey player. Yes, that's right. And also, I want to announce even though
1: this is a Tuesday, it happens to be Super Chat Tuesday. What are the odds? I know, can you believe it? Like we what? never do Tuesdays, and yet here we are, Super Chat Tuesday. We will read your Super Chats because it is Super Chat Tuesday, and I want to thank people getting in early already. Chris Primer got in with 5 bucks. And Cam Critical with 4.99. Well, don't forget to read their stuff later. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it to at it. the end. But thank you, guys. Uh, thanks for super chatting. And, yes, today we're going to be talking about the creepiest hockey player. Now, Vinny, I know that you're a Padres fan. I am. I know you're a Celtics fan. Yeah. I know you're a
2: Dolphins fan. Yep. Who's your hockey team? Do you care about hockey? Not really. Okay. But, you know, you know I guess my favorite team when I was a kid in hockey was the Kings. Okay. Is that because uh, Gretzky was on there? Grisky and Luke robotai I always have a thing with California sports, and you like the Celtics and the Dolphins. <laughs> they couldn't be further from California. Right, what are you talking right. about? <laughs> I like the teams I like, all for very valid but very bizarre reasons. Well, so, you are
1: from San Diego, so I guess the Kings would make sense.
2: Yeah, I, I liked the Kings as a kid. Yeah. Um, then they had Gretzky. They, you know, they're all right. They got Brian Quick now. They're I guess average. Jonathan Quick, I think. Whatever. I don't care.
1: (laughs) I can tell. Okay, let's get right into it. They can have fucking
2: Nestle Quick. That'll give a fuck.
1: (laughs) You ready to get this thing started? All right. I brought you the creepiest hockey player, and he's from Buffalo. He was the first overall pick. Josh Allen plays hockey? In the 2007 NHL draft, drafted by the Chicago Blackhawks. He was the rookie of the year in the 07-08 season at just 20 years old. Listen to this contract that he signed, his rookie contract. Three years, $11.2 million. I was not aware hockey had that kind of money to throw around for anybody. Yes, Patrick Kane is my creep this week. Let's get right into it. Patty K-Cups. This happened in Buffalo where he is from. Early Sunday morning, South Buffalo native Pat Kane was arrested over an alleged dispute with the cab driver. Now that cab driver is telling his side of the story to News 4. News 4's Tricia Cruz is live in our newsroom with more right now.
3: Tricia. Well, in the words of the cab driver, Patrick Kane and his cousin went berserk once their cab ride came to an end in Buffalo at about 4.30 this morning. This cab driver says the cuts and bruises on his face are from NHL star Patrick Kane and his 21-year-old cousin. Patrick Kane, who is only 20, plays for the Chicago Blackhawks. One guy pays and the other guy grabs him by the throat. Patrick Kane could turn out to be a hockey player. I don't know who they are.
2: Do we just freeze up? No, we're good. We're still recording. Okay. But yeah, we did online and we're reconnected. We're fine. Okay,
1: very good. So basically what we're to here is is that Patrick Kane and his cousin, Patrick Kane, 20 years old, his cousin, 21, got into a bit of a skirmish with their cab driver after coming back home after a, a late night of drinking. It was about 4.30 in the morning, you know, Buffalo's up until 4 a.m. with their bars. Of course, Chippewa Street is where everybody goes to party all night. So let's find out why these two young guys, one, a professional athlete, needed to beat up a 62-year-old cab driver. And I saw the images of this guy. He got beat up pretty good. Yeah. His face was messed up. Did he try to check him?
3: Well. The drama unfolded when Patrick Kane and his cousin James hailed JR's cab on Chippewa Street at about 4 in the morning. The two ended their ride here on Eastwood Place in Buffalo. And the cab driver says this is where the trouble began and all over 20 cents. The fare came to $13.80. JR says the Canes gave him 15 but he could only give them a dollar. I didn't have 20 cents to give change. I said, I don't have the change. All of a sudden, according to JR and the police report he filed, the one game is choking me, the other one's punching me. Don't you know who I am? Don't you know why?
2: You're messing with the wrong people. I didn't have the 20
3: cents to give him change. The cabbie accuses Patrick and James of taking the rest of his money, and that's not all. My glasses are busted. My shirt's tall open. So,
1: this cab fare was $13.80. They give him $15. They want $1.20 back. He's like, I got a dollar here. And this enraged them to the point where they had to beat him up and steal his money These from him. These fucking assholes never heard of a tip. <laughs> Patrick Kane signed a three-year, $11.2 million contract as a rookie. As the first overall draft pick. Did the
2: check not clear
1: yet or something (laughs) when this happened? Holy shit, what a creep. Patrick and his cousin
3: are charged with robbery and criminal mischief. In a statement, the Chicago Blackhawks say it's aware of the allegations, and while it's still collecting all the facts, the team stands behind Kane, who is considered a team leader and a big part of the organization. Team leader?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You want some character like that. They're going to hire him to work in the team travel department when he retires <laughs> All right. Just to get shit done. Well, hopefully Patrick Kane feels
1: remorse for doing this and came out and apologized for it.
0: Okay. Because I put myself and being in the wrong position in the wrong time, I've caused a lot of pain for my family, my hometown of Buffalo, the city of Chicago, the Chicago Blackhawks, and obviously the great fans we have here in Chicago. And for that part, I sincerely apologize. He did not take questions, ending his statement by saying, Now it's time for me to move forward. I'm excited to get back to the ice and represent the Chicago Blackhawks and the United States Olympic hockey team. Thank
2: you. What an asshole!
1: He's just in the wrong place at the wrong time, Vinny. Moving on. No more questions. Hey, listen.
2: (laughs) Listen, I'm moving forward. I got 20 cents in my pocket, and I'm going to keep walking, baby. Let's just pretend the whole thing
1: didn't even happen,
2: shall we? Yeah, now I'm going to move forward. I'd like to apologize to all the fans, to anybody who was affected by this, except for that motherfucker who didn't have my change.
1: (laughs) Right, yes. Wow. So, Patrick Kane, three time Stanley Cup champion. (laughs) So funny. Current Chicago Blackhawk is my uh, creep.
2: Creepiest hockey player this week. Vinny, what do you got, buddy? Hold my beer, Carl. All right. Mike, creep today's name is Mike McBain, Carl. Are you familiar mm-hmm. with Mike McBain? I've, I've heard of him. He was a left-handed defenseman from Kimberley, British Columbia. Eh? He was drafted in 1995 by the NHL Tampa Bay Lightning. He played from the team to, from 97 to 99. He ended up playing for a team called the Las Vegas Wranglers and some minor league bullshit. Mm-hmm. He retired with them. He was a team captain for the Wranglers for three years. He ended up staying with the team as a coach. He's settling in Las Vegas, Canadian dude, meets a nice girl, hot chick too. They open up a a real estate company, McBain Real Estate, and guess what else he got with that marriage? He got something really awesome for himself. Syphilis. No, a really hot 12-year-old stepdaughter. Oh, Jesus. (laughs)
1: Okay, (laughs) that's not good.
2: (laughs) Yada, yada, yada. Yep. By August 2012, Michael McBain has been arrested and charged with nine felony counts of sexual assault, allegedly abusing a now 16-year-old girl for four years, beginning in the year 2008. Now, Carl, the details of this case, this is there's one victim here, but the de- details here are so astounding and creepy... I got to tell you, man, I'm sorry. Patrick Cade's hysterical. He's an asshole. But you're fucking done today. Oh, no, we're disconnected. That's fine. We're just going to roll with it, And I'll post the full video. We're still recording. Okay. so Mike McBain's molestations allegedly happened over the course of three years. It reportedly started when the girl was 12 as she was asleep between McBain and her mother. So I want to paint this picture for you. (laughs) This is a child who wanted to sleep next to her mommy. Yeah. And step-papa is making her have to play goalie with all of her holes. (laughs) He starts touching her inappropriately while the mother is asleep next to them. Okay. It's so disgusting. According to the report, McBain started to... uh, do this more on a regular basis and he would start initiating contact with her in other places and that led to a trip to europe in 2010 where it end- escalated to full-on rape okay so this is a uh, this is his stepdaughter yep now one of the things that we're going to find out about this girl is she internalized all of this because she didn't want to tell her mother because she didn't want to hurt her mom because her mom had apparently not a great life okay so this child was and also, internalizing it's probably all
1: this. it's probably her fault
2: too yeah, she was walking around being all hot, laying yep. there asleep. Of course. Fucking hole. No. <laughs> Fuck. This guy's just a piece of shit. But this child really was thought she was doing the right thing by keeping her mouth shut. Yeah. So now, McBain is still working for the team part-time as a coach, right? And according to the report, as a coach, McBain noticed that the victim, his stepdaughter, had a crush on one of the Wrangler's players, Carl. Oh, Uh Uh-oh, that's going to get some jealousy going. His name was Jason Krishak. Yeah, younger guy, probably a better hockey player. Yep, yep. Now, police believe McBain created a fake email account, Mm -hmm. used it to contact the victim. Would you blame me? (laughs) What happened to the groceries? (laughs) Um, He would also text her, send her lewd photographs, and ask about her sexual encounters under the guise of being this guy, Chris Krishak, that she was interested in. Okay. McBain also sent her money, as much as $400 for the to the victim for sending nude photos of herself to the email address which he created under the other player's name. Eventually the dam broke. Um you know, this poor kid's dealt with a lot of trauma. She's getting raped by her stepdad. She's getting fucking fingered while her mom's asleep next to her. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she's trying to deal with all this. And then she finds out that the player she has a crush on yeah, is, that is her, her stepdad, stepdad. <laughs> yeah, the fucking sucks. molest her. And the, the damn fucking broke. So How she, old is she at this point? 16. Okay. So she's older and smarter now. You know what I mean? Like, this kid at 12 years old doesn't really know what's happening. And then when she gets to 16, she realizes, I got to fucking tell somebody this is happening. Okay. So- she discovers the person emailing her text here was not Krishik, and the police were contacted. Krishik, the cocky player, is like, I have no idea what the fuck this is about. I don't know. And they're, they're looking into him. So the cops start talking to the daughter more, and she tells her mother what happened. The co- she tells it to the cops. McBain fucking flees the town, flies to Oregon. 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 Where's the fucking drop? God damn it where he attempted to commit suicide by taking an excessive amount of pills. He was hospitalized and the victim's mother went to stay with him for several days. After several conversations, McBain told the mother he had sexually abused the victim and was the one emailing and texting her. (laughs) According to the arrest report, McBain wrote a sorry, quote, sorry letter to the victim. I can imagine (laughs) just reading that in a Canadian voice. Sorry. (laughs) I wrote a sorry letter. I'm real sorry about that. I'm really sorry about... Putting my fingers in your boot. (laughs) I don't know. He (laughs) sounds like Cardiff now. (laughs) Oh, I'm very sorry for molesting you while you were asleep. Uh, The police obtained the letter, put it into evidence, along with an email exchange with the victim's mother detailing what happened. He pled guilty that September to a reduced felony charge of attempted sexual assault with a minor under 14 and attempted lewdness lewdness with a minor under 14. Mm -hmm. He was sentenced to 4 to 15 years. He should be getting out any time now. He was ordered to register as a lifetime sex offender. So, that's my creep, Mike McBain. Gross. All right, sounds good, buddy. What a fucking matchup today. I feel yeah. like this is gonna this yeah, one's gonna go down to the mats. I think we have a good game going today, Vinny. This this one might go into overtime, eh? <laughs> All right, Carl. So I guess that is this week's competition. I need to uh, call out somebody for something real quick. Okay. Before we move on, uh, shout out to Brian Johnson. Mm. shout out to brian johnson great guy he did the show a couple weeks ago yeah and i don't know if you know this i didn't get a chance to tell you this he gave us a fantastic talk up on tell Him Oh, okay. he's the best ba- he always does that he's great he that. really was great like that but he Stay said playing. this and i just want everyone to be aware of this because now we have to bring brian johnson back oh okay because he he said this on his show
1: creepy is not like oh there's a baby let me cut its fucking arms and legs off so you lost i lost but I, next time I'm going to go in. I'm going I'll, to. I'll, I'll make
2: something up. I'll make up a guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why well, not I, had I th- ever thought of
2: that? That's what I thought too when I heard that. I was like, God I never, damn it! Never occurred to that. me. Just make
1: up a story. Fuck.
2: Yeah. Now I actually kind of want to bring in actual creeps and Brian to bring in the person he made up and see if we can beat him. Or better yet, we
1: could have a, a whole other game. Where we try to get the creepiest whatever category and one of us could be lying if we call the person out and we're right about it, then they lose with their made-up story.
2: Do you know that if we if we went into that, every single one of us would lie. <laughs>
1: of course. That's all we would ever do. Bullshit. I call bullshit first. I win. <laughs> so then
2: he started a thing called the Holocaust. Nope. Nope. <laughs> And then he moved into a little <laughs> condo in uh, Canoga Park, California and started broadcasting. <laughs> All right. That one might be real. Yep. I, I, I win that week. So uh, Brian Johnson, thank you for that. We love you, pal. Please come back soon. We'll yeah. schedule it. Yeah, let's de- we'll definitely do that. And uh, just a reminder, folks, tomorrow morning, at, well, tomorrow at 1130 a.m. Eastern time, you can check out the new weekly scum stream on our Patreon and Supercast.
1: That's correct, and we have a special guest. Are we announcing that? Yeah, I absolutely. see him in the chat over here.
2: Absolutely. We'll throw it out there. Tomorrow, joining us for the very first time on the show, making his Creep Off debut, it is Lorenzo Ariola. That's right. The funky Eskimo himself will be uh, third mic with us tomorrow. Yeah, so you're going to want to hear that. Make sure you uh, subscribe to the Patreon or Supercast. Now, Carl. Oh, shit. You know what, Carl? I forgot to do something the other day. Hold on. Oh, yeah? Yeah, let me do it while I'm here remembering. Okay. Oh. This Tuesday thing is really messing you up, isn't it? Everything's messing me up. (laughs) What are you trying to accomplish right now? Never mind. I was trying to take something off. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Um, (laughs) Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, let's do uh, Carl's favorite segment. What do you say? All right. I think it's time for another
1: edition of Creepos. That's right, Vinny. This is the part of the show where we like to prove that we have the best true crime podcast on the internet and the way that we do that is by exposing how bad the other true crime podcasts are one by one. And today, Richard Lucas sent in a note and he said, for who are these creepos? More gems from We Saw the Devil. I don't know where to start with this mess. A day late, a dollar short, lazy, lazy, lazy. Murderer fangirl explains the obvious. Holy shit, I used to laugh at this now. I'm just bored. This is a show hosted by Robin Coleman. Robin Coleman. And Robin Coleman, just a week ago, less than a week ago, did an episode about Brian Koberger. Now, Brian Koberger, that was at the end of December that we discovered he was the guy who allegedly killed the the, uh, college students in Idaho. Yeah, everybody knows Carl really did it. Well, you know, Koberger is a pretty close uh, family member of mine, but... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so she finally comes out with this whole long episode where she explains everything that everybody already knows. And that's what Richard wanted us to, to timing is everything. Timing is everything, right? So that's what he wanted us to check out. And, um, she explains why it took her so long.
0: If you're wondering why I've been quiet over the last week and a half or so, and haven't posted an arrest update, uh, episode since the arrest, considering I covered it so closely as it was happening. It's because I wanted to wait until more facts were made available rather than just jumping in, uh, adding to the mass hysterics of the case and all of the media, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, like all, all of the content every single time one fact is made public. It seems like there is an individual episode or video on it. So I just kind of wanted to sit back a little bit, let some stuff add up and then put out one singular episode. Oh, so
2: this is all about journalistic integrity? Correct,
1: Vinny. Because what I did is I went and checked out the episode she did in December before they knew who killed um, these these students in Idaho. And she was very upset with everyone but her. She
2: is very upset with all the other true crime shows. And she lets you know. It was bad because I did. I tried to do a spin-off true crime show about that uh-huh. right after the crimes happened, and I was very off. I said it was OJ again. <laughs> I was just something going. It was OJ. Lock still, you him might up. still be right. You might be right. You know that the more facts came out, and I, I kind of with her. I should have waited.
1: Hello, Twitter world. This is uh, yours truly. Hello, Twitter world.
2: This is me. Yours truly. All right. Don't fuck around in Idaho. <laughs> All right. So,
1: this is the episode from December when she's bitching about. All the other true crime shows doing episodes where they don't have all the facts yet.
0: But I'm here with an update on the Moscow, Idaho, student murders case. Guys, I just have to bitch for a second. I'm seriously about to lose my shit. It's something that I've witnessed a few times a year for a while now. When one of the one of those, you know, quote unquote cases hits. We've seen it with the Lori Vallow case, the Gabby Petito case, and now the Idaho murders. The sheer number of people just wilding out over, you know, on social media, living their sad little life dream of being a detective or criminal profiler. I get it. We're all fascinated by this stuff. But I'm so sorry, honey. Just because you've seen a couple Netflix documentaries and obsess over your theories in a true crime Facebook group, it does not mean that you're now Dog the Bounty Hunter.
1: She is pissed. She's putting. Everyone in the true crime community on yeah. blast.
2: She's the only one. Everybody knows you can't be Dog the Bounty Hunter until you call your daughter's fiance an N-word. Correct.
1: Yes, or Hulk Hogan. Um, you can't be Hulk Hogan, that's what I meant by that. So, um, yeah, it turns out that she's the only one with integrity who's doing a, a true crime show, Benny. The turn- true
0: crime community. Oh, that, I'm sorry. The so. true crime community, y'all, if you weren't aware already has a pretty piss poor reputation for being full of armchair sleuths who think they know more than the police if you are that person please stop you're embarrassing us so she's just
1: put the entire community on blast vinny for speculating
2: well as the best true crime podcast i I believe we could speak for everyone true when we say shut the fuck up (laughs) yeah Thank you. just
1: do your show don't worry about what everyone else is up to because, Vinny, I don't know if you think she's fucking around or not, but she is serious.
0: And I know I'm being really petty and mean right now, but I'm actually kind of serious.
1: Yeah, I know. You did an entire episode about how pissed off you are at everybody. What's funny about this, Vinny, is she's talking about how everyone thinks of their dog, the bounty hunter, and they're getting to the bottom of this. I went to her Patreon, and she has five different levels. The lowest level is called Officer. And then there's police detective, and then there's forensic detective, and then there's private investigator. Here's fucking 25 cents.
2: Deputize me, bitch.
1: Right. <laughs> me I mean, what? Yeah, exactly. So she's doing exactly what she's complaining about everybody
2: wow, else doing. She's. she's
1: yeah. Mm. Well, the good news is, Vinny, she's ready to hear our feedback.
0: Uh, I love constructive criticism and i do try to take that to heart to make the show better and more enjoyable for you
1: oh i don't do constructive criticism never mind that's not gonna happen
2: yeah
1: all right she is getting flustered and you can tell with this sentence
0: we were all covering that so closely and every single day someone saw brian laundry uh in new york on the appalachian trail someone else saw him in kansas on the side of the street with a broken down car he was dead he was quite literally dead in a swamp after having committed suicide. And the internet rumor mill, he he went here. He went here. My cousin's brother's mother's monkey's owner saw him in the state.
1: Monkey's owner? She's losing her mind here. She's so upset about this that, you know, back when they were looking for Brian Laundry, there were sightings of him that people were saying, and she's get, got very upset that this was happening on social media. Yeah, this, this this show sounds weird. It's bizarre. She's just it's a bitch fest. She's just angry at everybody for being interested in true crime and speculating on things.
2: You know, I feel like a lot of these true crime podcasters, tell me if I'm wrong, Carl. Yeah. they want to get their personality out there to their audience because oh, yeah. that's what makes their show different. When you have a personality that people get behind, you could present the content, people are gonna enjoy it more. Which is rather my, than someone just reading bullshit. Which at is them. why The Vanished is the
1: worst show because Marissa Jones literally has no personality whatsoever. I'm with you. Yeah.
2: Carl knows. Again, that's true crime podcast, The Vanished. There we are. <laughs> exactly. We're so pretty, pretty far above that. We are definitely heads and tails above that. Yes. But this sounds like this girl has a terrible personality, and she's <laughs> trying to use that terrible personality. To get people to think she knows what she's talking she about. She comes off as so unlikable on like, this show. If you're I hate to quote Bill Cosby, but you know, if you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I just have one more clip on here, um, because she was talking about how I guess one of the people who lived near the the house in, in Idaho where these murders took place yeah. was interviewed uh and was on the news or something, and then people started thinking that maybe he was the person who did it.
0: The neighbor of the victims, he wasn't even a neighbor, he lived like across the street, Uh, was a University of Idaho law student. He gave a few interviews and people immediately were like, "Uh, he's mad suspesh, I don't like his vibes.
1: So that's what she thinks about these people when she does that vibe, mad suspesh. She just hates everyone. And uh, I I find her to be less than fun
2: to listen to, Vinny. You know, what's so weird is it's such a different side of the coin because like we also hate everyone. Right, but we're a joy. In a fun way, yeah. But we're right. like a joy <laughs> exactly. to
1: listen to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I bitch about all the other true crime shows too, but in a fun way. Yeah. <laughs> so that is, we saw the devil. Robin Coleman, not a good show. This woman is losing it. She's coming out with episodes ooh, with ooh, information ooh, everybody knew weeks ago, and explaining that that's the only right way to do this. But um,
2: I disagree. Hmm old news just like an old another robin we know exactly (laughs) all right well folks i guess that means it's time for some voicemails and the voicemail segment is brought to you by our friends in syracuse
1: the creep off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of syracuse i've got some good news and some bad news the bad news is we blew our entire education budget on mega millions tickets the good news is i've met these kids and i think we just saved everybody a lot of time. See you in Syracuse.
2: Uh, see you in Syracuse. Carl, a what lot a, of people. That's a longtime sponsor. I want to thank the,
1: the people of Syracuse for continuing to sponsor us. I, they have so little and they give so much. Well, the, we still haven't seen the check from them yet, but I'm sure I'm sure it's coming.
2: There aren't other sponsors lining up, Carl, <laughs> so just we go with that. Fair enough. Ixnay on the XJ. <laughs> Uh, they send us gift certificates to that mall, but neither one of us are ever going to go there yeah. to use it. That's um, actually a consequence. Carl, we yes. need to talk about your Gary, Indiana trip. Last okay. week, you declared that you were not going to drive from Rochester to Gary, Indiana under Correct. any circumstances.
1: Right. I'm going to drive to Gary, Indiana, but my starting point might not be my own driveway.
2: Correct. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, he- everyone has thoughts on this. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. All right,
1: Carl, you motherfucker. Do not pretend for a moment that you would be okay with Vinny flying to Chicago, the drive into Gary, if he was the one who had landed on that consequence. If you can look Vinny in the eye and tell him if the roles were reversed you'd be okay with that kind of behavior, I think you you could go. But if he Vinny if he flinches or laughs at all or smile talks.
0: Don't let him. Thank you. Fuck you, bye. All right.
1: How do you talk without smiling, sir? Explain this to me. I don't know how that works. Yeah. Tell me you would be all right with me doing it. Okay. So here's my thought. I'm going to be real serious for a second here, Vinny. Okay. Isn't the point of the consequence not to be driving for a long time, but to be in Gary Indiana? Isn't that the consequence? Because it's such a shithole. All right. It's not about like, or or work. I can just drive anywhere that's as far away as Gary and that's the consequence. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Like the point is getting there.
2: The point part, that's all part of the consequence, Carl. The consequences are meant to suck. Right. So I want to point something out to you. I am willing. Oh here, to, oh,
1: here we go. I'm negotiating with terrorists now. All right. Let's hear
2: it. What are you willing to to do? why so I grew the beard. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let me stroke the beard as we yeah, discuss this. Yeah, let's hear this. it, buddy. Here's what I'm willing to do. You could drive to Chicago. You could drive from Chicago to Gary. Okay. Hypothetically, if I allow it. All right. But you have to spend eight hours in Gary He's visiting making, all the sites. No, you're just making shit. All the sites. Yeah, you got to go to the Jackson <laughs> house. You got to find. We'll give you a list of all places the that sites. You, We will give you a list of all the places you have to go to take pictures in front of. We will create a scavenger hunt of Gary, Indiana for you with the listeners, and you will have to go complete everything on that list. No. This is a, or then you can drive from Rochester to Gary. All right. All right. I'm
1: driving from Rochester to Gary. All right. All right. <laughs>
2: You had your chance.
1: Yep, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna take my car though. I'm gonna rent something and drive to to Gary. Good.
2: I hope it's something really fancy so everybody in Gary knows how to welcome you. <laughs> the fucking bullet to <laughs> your little tiny head. All right. Uh, here's a story from someone. And listen, folks, please don't call and name drop people on here. But I don't know what the fuck is happening. Well, you know what? I'm gonna skip this because you dropped someone's name in it. I don't okay. want to have a problem later. Okay. Uh, this one is. We'll probably just um
1: freeze up on YouTube again anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Cow
2: photographer. Hey guys, it's a cow photographer. I uh I heard Vinny start growing his beard in July, which was shortly after Nashville when he met me and he saw my glorious mustache, and so he must have been inspired by me, obviously. Uh, but I can't grow a beard because the army doesn't allow beards. Uh, so he, he's just one-upping me. But it's cool, Vinny. Keep it. Don't let anyone talk you into shaving it. It makes your dick bigger. I don't remember what you look like, sir. Cow
1: photographer, he's lying. He, all he talks about is you. Ever since that Nashville we had uh, dinner, <clears throat> we got some uh, hot chicken. That's all Vinny will talk about. It's like, I really like that cow photographer guy. He is so neat. He's so cool. Can we get dinner with him again, Carl? It's the conversation we
2: have off air all the time. Here's another message to you, Carl, about okay. football.
1: All right, you fuckers, this is how I know you talk about football too much. I don't watch it, period. Several weeks ago, a guy from the Bills, like, got hit, had the heart thing, and my first thought was, oh, God, I hope Carl's taking this okay. Aww. I'm still hoping you took it okay and you're doing all right because I know how much you care about the Bills, which I don't fucking care about football fucking reason i keep thinking about you carl are you doing okay give me closure thank you buddy i appreciate your your thinking of me when demar hamlin went down it was uh, it was a tough go for us in our house so by the way it's funny that he brought that up because the jaguars played the chargers and uh my buddy gino biscotti is a big chargers fan sure and that lunatic who does the Pre thing on here, big Jags fan. Yeah, big Jags fan. Yeah,
2: that lunatic. You <laughs> yeah, Tucker. so
1: so I was so excited to see the Jaguars lose to the Chargers, just to have like one of the biggest comebacks in the history of the NFL. Oh my God, that was brutal. You know, that was brutal.
2: <laughs> Carl, I was the saddest, and I'll and I'll let you guys in on a secret. The thing that made me really sad inside when Miami did not pull out that victory against Buffalo when they lost by three points, was that I was not able to send my the Dolphins did it for DeMar tweet that I wanted to send. <laughs> I, was I so, believe you. Buddy. I, had it on my, I like, believe I'm that's ready the send. thing that
1: you're most upset about.
2: Yeah, I believe Fucking it. I hate Buffalo so much. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's a message for somebody. Hello, this is Vincent
1: Kenny McMahon. I understand you've been discussing my legal issues on your radio program well who the hell do you
2: think you are <laughs> hey, take your bra off and take it off now <laughs> yes sir <laughs> he's gonna make me dance for him again i hate it when he does that um yeah we talked about vince mcmahon on the bonus episode last week that was a lot of fun
1: yeah well i mean so much is happening with the wwe and i actually could talk to someone who
2: knows something about that apparently <laughs> the newest update is that uh, Vince, who is supposedly there to negotiate either a sale or new media rights, is giving his input on creative, that some emails are being sent, and that Triple H, who is supposedly in charge of it, Vince's son-in-law, has had to address that, yes, he's going to listen to what Vince has to say, but I get to make the final decisions. Sure. (laughs) Sure you do. Sure you do, Hunter. (laughs) Yeah, Okay. It's all
1: fake anyway, so we can pretend that's true.
2: All right, here's someone trying to talk shit.
1: By the way, thanks to Fisker Whisker for the $5. Thank you, Fisker. Yes.
2: Hey, Vinny, or whatever intern is listening to this message, for a couple of guys that uh, on a different show rip on quality of the show and the recordings and what have you, what's up with that Florida song? Sounds like um, she's singing in, like, a phone booth or maybe a... Bathroom with bringing a terrible microphone that's Wrong. hanging from the shower. I don't know. Just my opinion. Don't call me back. So you stop it. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> yeah, that's my answer to you. Shut hey, up. You and Robin, shut up, uh, sir. I don't care if she's singing into a toilet bowl. <laughs> I don't care. I think she has a lovely voice. I do too. I, Sarah is great. great. We love Sarah. And uh, sir, shut up. Carl, are you ready for a scum parade? I am, buddy. Let's do it. Scum
1: parade. Take me on a raid of these fuck raids that these creeps have made. Scum parade. Vinny and Carl gonna tell you about some fuck shit. Scum parade. Like stories of a kid fucked by his mom or dad soaking up the blood of a cat. Scum parade.
2: We just went through the uh, midterm elections not too long ago. Sure. And uh, I've learned something. We elect a lot of fucking lunatics to this country. Yeah. Most of the people that get into politics are probably really fucked up in a lot of ways. So we're talking about a former councilman and coroner of LaPorte County, Indiana. He's under arrest once again for entering a home without permission. Only this time he's accused of performing a sexual act in a homeowner's bedroom.
1: All right. <clears throat> so here's my question for you. This is John Sullivan. Would you rather have someone break into your house to rob it or jerk off inside it? If you got the choice. I have insurance. That's what I was thinking, too. That's, that's, I think that this is worse than someone stealing your television.
2: I, I, I had a situation... Uh, where I had a house sitter, my friend Mike Barry. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've ever met Mike. Mike is a great guy. He He's the one who was in the Navy who lives like a feral human. You're made up front. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's real. He's a real person. <laughs> yeah,
1: right, right. You're he lives in friend. Niagara
2: Falls. Your imaginary friend Mike. Sure, sure. So he comes over to my house, and he basically, to fuck me, told me that he jerked off at my desk. <laughs> what an He asshole. said at least a dozen times <laughs> while I was gone for a week, I bought a new chair and a new desk. Yeah. Not even fucking kidding you. Yep. All right. New keyboard, new mouse, the whole new deal. Okay. So Sullivan, a longtime firefighter, was charged in 2018 for illegally entering a woman's residence while he was still a councilman on the LaPorte County C- Council. And he was, uh, the court details, the court records detail that Sullivan eventually pled guilty to his charge and stepped down from his position. So, this
1: guy has to be, and someone can fact check me on this, he has to be the horniest Councilman slash coroner slash firefighter
2: in the history of America. Until fucking Andy Dick runs for office, (laughs) it's this guy. It's definitely this guy. This guy's horny. Uh, Speaking of Andy Dick, we're going to be talking about him tomorrow. He got arrested again. Yes, he did. Yeah, on the bonus show. According to the Park County Sheriff's Department, deputies were dispatched to a rural residence in noble township at approximately 1130 a.m. on Wednesday in reference to a burglary in progress. Police said the homeowner observed Sullivan on home surveillance, entering the home and going into the bedroom. Police said Sullivan is then accused of performing a sexual act within the bedroom, which was reportedly observed also on surveillance footage. Officers from the Kingsford Heights Police Department were the first to arrive at the residence and noticed a gray Honda passenger vehicle traveling in reverse in the driveway. So he was trying to back up to get out of there. Yep. Uh, but then they took Sullivan into custody where he was transported to the county jail. He's being held on $755 cash bond. He's very dangerous. You don't want to get back out of the street. <laughs> yeah, right. Who knows um, where we'll jerk off next? Fucking LaPorte, Indiana, $755 bond. That seems like a good place to fucking start some trouble. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be by there. Stop so. on your way to Gary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But what fucking... What do
1: you think he did? Just jerked off? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I, I, I mean, the guy's 62 years old. I would hope that by that age, you don't want to break into people's homes and jerk off on their beds anymore, but...
2: This guy that's still the thing he wants to do. John, I thought you grew out of that thing. <laughs> yes, come on, John. John. <laughs> hey, uh, Carl, guess what we got? What do we got? A baby thrower. Baby thrower. There's rewarded. In this Tuesday edition of Baby Throwing Across the World, the body of an 11-month-old baby girl was found at the dam of the Alakimonos River by Veroa in North Greece on Monday, police arrested the baby's twenty nine year old mother who eventually confessed to have thrown the infant into the icy cold river waters on new year's Eve okay so where are we in Greece? yeah, okay, well, I mean, do you think anybody in Greece has ever accidentally like thrown the baby at the ground instead of a plate like when they're trying to do that dance? just like is, that a, <laughs> is that a Greek thing? yeah yes. break the plates sure so. New Year's Eve. Yes. What do you think her resolution was? <laughs> Stop being a mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I'm to second that. <laughs> it was New Year's Eve when the mother left together with the baby for the family. Hope, uh, she reportedly told the family she was spending New Year's Eve with friends. She returned home the next day without her daughter. The family alerted the police that immediately launched an investigation to find out what exactly happened. So that tells me a couple of things.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: They don't trust this girl. No. No. She's a problem because she's like, where's the baby? And they're like, you know what? Shut up. Call the cops. (laughs) Right. Shut up. The cops. You shut up. I don't trust you. So police questioned the mother who initially indicated to police officers that she had left the infant in an abandoned house. See,
1: this is the weirdest
2: part because she lied about committing a different crime.
1: That'd be like if I was like, I couldn't have killed that guy. I was raping a chick at that time. So how could you even accuse me of murder?
2: doesn't make any sense, man. Do you you know what the answer is? Do you know what you do here? And I hate to be the one giving advice. Yeah.
1: What do you mean the baby's not here? Where'd the baby go? Correct, yes. the fuck's the baby? I didn't leave with the baby. Who left with the baby yesterday? What baby? (laughs) Or that. That's another route you could take. What baby?
2: (laughs) Police put the mother under pressure, and ultimately she recanted her claim, saying that she had thrown the baby into the river on New Year's Eve. Now, police searched the area, and they retrieved the baby's body under the water from under the water and they said the baby was definitely dead they found that it had animal bites and uh mm, yeah the baby was in bad condition because like that's a a dam that has like turbines and shit dude two very dumb things yeah in this article one is
1: they have an autopsy to determine the exact cause of death i mean who cares at this point everything Everything is what caused this baby. I time. mean,
2: and then it goes on it to see everything. This, <laughs> yeah. Do you think it was the aerodynamics of the tight spiral when she threw it? That it's a little, a little of everything in this one. Yeah. And then they talk about how this
1: woman suffered from psychological problems. No shit, Sherlock. No shit. Yeah, she threw her baby into a river. We know. We know she's psycho.
2: Thanks for clearing that up for us. I wasn't sure. So let me tell you how I would do this. If they they finally say, how did your baby get in the river? Yeah. Damnedest thing. Could have happened to anybody. I'm walking along the river holding the baby going, oh, we're going to have a great New Year's. We're going to have a great, you're going to have a great life. I'm putting money away in your college fund. Mm -hmm. And then, then all of a sudden I saw some ice and I started slipping inside all over the place. (laughs) And then a gust of wind came and the baby just went clean right into the dam. (laughs) And I was like, you know, it's New Year's Eve. K, sirrah, sirrah. I sure. don't want to miss the ball drop. Yeah, it's a New Year starting over. I, that's like a Florentine line. I didn't want to miss the ball drop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to go back to the house. Now, I can't believe they ordered an autopsy. The baby was born out of wedlock in January 2022, so this kid didn't make a year old. The father told media he was trying to officially recognize it. However, there are objections by the mother and her family, and he claimed that he was not aware the mother of his, uh, that the mother of his child, as he called her, was suffering from psychological problems when they were together. He was informed about the death of his daughter by the police.
1: Oh, he didn't know he was banging a crazy woman? Yes, he did. Everybody knows when they're banging a crazy woman. We just put up with it. Also, there's a really good chance this guy was high-fiving his buddies at the public. Let me ask you a question. After he heard about this.
2: I went to like a private school as a kid, like a private Christian school. Yeah, 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 I feel like there was an above average amount of single crazy mothers that put their kids in the school. I believe that. Like, as opposed to like a public school, there was just a lot of crazy, really weird, ugly-ass women. Yes. I that have, had
1: kids. I have family um, that... Uh they all went to Catholic private school, yeah. and they're all crazy people.
2: Yeah, I didn't go to the Catholic one though. Oh, okay. I went to the Tongue Talkers. What's the Tongue Talkers? Ika Laka Buku Hakaliki. The, they fucking do all the talking and the praying. They're like the more like uh, the crazy Christians. Did were you raised in a cult, Vinny? Yeah, a little bit. Ha. Huh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Interesting. We can go down that trail one day.
1: Yeah, I am I do have some questions. I but, have an uh, aunt who
2: claims to be a prophetess of the Lord.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah. We yeah. should have her on the show. Maybe we'll get Lorenzo to interview her as a bonus episode of The Creep-Off. I want nothing to do with that. Let's do that. I All want right.
2: nothing. I, Dude, she walked up to me mm-hmm. at my sister's funeral. Okay. And she walked up to me and she said, because my dad's dead. You know this. Yeah. yeah. She said, I haven't seen you in so long, but I need to tell you I had a vision the other day. Oh Jesus! I had a vision, Vinny, and the vision was I saw your father in heaven, and he was talking to other people about the Bible, and they were talking about the Bible, and it was this beautiful thing, and they were all having fun, and he's he's so happy, they're so happy. I, have. I said, "Thank you very much. Thank you so much for coming it's great today." Great to hear. Yeah, Glad to hear that. Yeah, yeah. And all I could think is, he's talking about the Bible. The, yeah. the, the, the book that, if all everything they say is correct, is the book that's supposed to be about fucking how you live your life on Earth. They're up in heaven. They get the eternal reward. They're still doing fucking homework. Yeah. I think it you know would be fun to do if you get to
1: heaven and someone's doing Bible Fuck doc? some whores! <laughs> if someone's reading you the Bible, I'd be like, oh, I don't believe in any of that. But you're in heaven. Yeah, no, I know. I, I think that's all horse shit.
2: I faked it. <laughs> <laughs> that guy at the desk. Real sucker. Ugh. But yeah, so if you ever guys ever wonder and give me shit about why I don't like religion, here we are. That's the answer. Yeah. Sorry to go down that rabbit
1: hole. All track, right. Well, kids. I, I want to. Look, I want to learn more about your aunt. So hopefully we can get her on the show. I will Soon. never allow
2: that. I can't. Come on.
1: I'm starting a new show called Subreddit Skateboarding with Vinny's aunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be on Monday nights at eight
2: thirty. Check it out. Cardiff, we got to get the show done <laughs> early. I got to watch this shit. Uh,
1: Tricky uh, Dicky coming in with two $20 Super Chats. Thank you uh, so much. Thanks, Tricky
2: Dicky. We'll be reading those in just a moment. We got a couple more stories. Yeah. Hey, listen, everybody. If you want to uh, contribute to my therapy, send those uh, Super Chats in. Let's go to Indonesia, shall we? All right. This is a fun story. Did you have a first job, Carl? What was your first job again? Uh, my first job was at a uh, charbroil restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was uh, I worked at Hagedorn's. I was a bag boy I bagged people's groceries okay. and carrying them out to their car. OK. Now, these two boys in, in Indonesia had a different first job. Mm. They've been arrested for allegedly kidnapping and murdering a child in an attempt to sell the victim's organs on an online marketplace. Oh, that probably pays pretty well. I bet it's, it's better than minimum wage. I used to get tips and I would blow it all on CDs and bubble gum. Well, these guys are talking
1: a lot of money. Um, Chad Zumach talks about this in his stand-up act. His first job was at Kmart, where he made four twenty-five an hour, and that's actually the amount of money that I made at my first job as well. Do you remember what you got paid your first job? Five fifteen. Five yeah. fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mine was mine was four twenty-five, and that is not a lot of money. No, I would much rather risk it and sell some organs. For a big payday.
2: I mean, I can only imagine. There were people who worked there that were, like, guys that were my age that were doing, like, the same job as me. Yeah. 5.15 an hour. Oof. (laughs) That's rough. Oof. Should have been nicer to your family. Uh, Police said the 10-year-old's body was found wrapped inside a plastic bag under a bridge. Officers added investigators found a following a a missing persons report filed by the minor's parents revealed the suspect, ages 14 and 17, We're trying to get rich quick and escape their financial plight. It's one way to do it. One 10 year old at a time. Uh, The suspects, according to the chief of police were influenced by the organ trade as they wanted to be rich and own property. He added that the youngsters were planning to sell the organs of the deceased. He said that the initial inquiry suggested no organ trafficking ring was actually involved in the case. The suspects were charged with premeditated murder and under the child prosecution law. So, it's not like some fucking middleman walked up and said, hey, kids, you want to make a couple bucks after school? These guys are like, hey, listen, I hear this shit's, mar- hear this shit's lucrative. What do you say? It's like they went into the garage and started a band before they got signed. <laughs> right, yes. These guys are just free agents working on the road trying to make a name for themselves by murdering a 10-year-old. And also... I don't care how fucking good you are in biology class, 14- and 17-year-old kid. You don't know how to properly take organs that's, out of it, somebody. That's what I
1: was thinking, too. Like, how much research do they do on that part of that? Because it doesn't seem like they did a good job maintaining the body if it's just underneath a bridge in a plastic bag. I don't think that those organs are going to be worth a lot. I feel like they realized, eh, maybe this isn't
2: for us. Let's get a paper <laughs> yeah. out. Let's
1: go get a paper out. Uh, by <laughs> the way, is that liver still available? Did they they mention that
2: Oh in this article? Carl, the liver that they fucking give you. (laughs) It's going to be fucking look like RoboCop they're going to have to put into you.
1: Oh, stop it. (sighs) By the way,
2: this uh, article
1: goes on and is... Way too long. Well, I I think it's trying to win the craziest shit you've ever read on the internet award. Because then it goes on to talk about them finding like a severed hand. And it just goes on and on about all this like... um, organ harvesting and how it's like a 1.7 billion dollar annual business it's all this crazy shit so you're telling me those kids were
2: onto something
1: i think they were onto to something I, they know more about this shit than i did i was reading this like what the fuck i blame the reboot of the adams family on most of this
2: oh god that fucking wednesday show i knew it was gonna be trouble
0: <laughs>
2: how come no pugsley show I'd like to play Pugs, Pugsley Adams one day. I feel like I could really nail that part. Yeah, maybe Fugsley Adams. Save <laughs> this up. Be a better role for you, Fugsley Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Waller County, Texas. Carl, Waller okay. County authorities are continuing to investigate after a 21-year-old woman was found inside a home on Wednesday afternoon, reportedly decapitated.
1: Okay, good. Because after we had stories in Greece and Indonesia, I started to think maybe we were slipping. For a second there, I'm like, whoa, 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 we can't do this shit, too? Hit
2: that USA yeah. chat. Yeah. Oh. Where's my hacksaw fucking two by four? <laughs> USA. According to the Waller County Sheriff's Office, deputies were called out to the home around 418 p.m. by family members. Sheriff Troy Guidry says a woman was found inside the second uh, second floor of the home behind a residence in the 200 block ocala boulevard it was a portion of the body was dismembered and a resident uh that was covered in blood so a gruesome scene at best the woman lived in a small home with her husband reportedly named jared discus or dickus i'm sorry jared dickus yeah you like that <laughs> hey carl what's that guy's name i think it was dickus
1: that ain't funny oh god
2: okay. I thought it was. Uh, she just married him in October of 2022, so newlyweds. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. She probably didn't even get her thank you notes out before he chopped her fucking hat <laughs> off. Uh, <laughs> officials say they live behind the man's parents' home, and she worked at a local business in the area. According to the sheriff, the man's father immediately called the police when they found the victim. The parents were addressed by the suspect's husband, and when they saw something wasn't feeling right for them, they approached the house that they were living in, and that's when they found out, he said. So they were like, oh, we haven't seen her. He just waves at us when he leaves.
1: Right. I like how the sheriff says there were prior calls disturbance-wise, but nothing to this level of violence. Every-
2: no, shit, Cheryl, I- Oh, really? He hadn't chopped her head off before? Her head was attached to her shoulders <laughs> yeah. every time we showed up. I like to prove otherwise. he chopped her head
1: off before. This is the first time he did it, believe it or not.
2: Yeah, d- Dickus <laughs> will be facing murder charges. Offices say Walla County Judge Trey Duhan, who supposedly married the couple, had to put a statement out on Facebook because the judge who married them had a big picture of the three of them on his Facebook page. Right.
1: And apparently, some of the comments that were coming up on that were inappropriate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and he had to issue a statement like "I do not condone him chopping her head off." Like, what do you even say to that? How do you? I mean, do you have to just write anything besides disavow?
1: Maybe that's what Robin Coleman saw that really set her off. She's yelling at everyone on social media for the way they're behaving.
2: Yeah. Either way, the investigators say it is still an open investigation, but it looks like Mr. Dickus did something bad.
1: I've never been so angry that after murdering my girlfriend or wife, I wanted to chop her head off as well.
2: You know what I mean? Like, I kinda, it kind of gets all out of me after I kill her. That's some real primal rage right yeah, there. Seriously. Yeah, seriously. That's a real man. Um, <laughs> Carl, tomorrow on our bonus episode, join us. I have, it was posted to Reddit. I was uh, received it yesterday, a letter or a, uh, a Reddit post from Matt Lewinsky's cellmate in Michigan. Is that real? I don't know yet, but we're going to talk about it tomorrow okay, on the bonus cool. episode yeah, with yeah, Lorenzo yeah. Areola. Excellent. And we also My have. My sister
1: in law sent me a note about that, and I've been meaning to look into it.
2: So. Yeah, we're going to look, talk about that tomorrow. Okay. So there's going to be That's a uh, podcast Hitman update as well as That's a bunch fun. of other crazy creep off stories. So we hope you join us for that. Hey, uh, Vinny.
1: Yeah. Chris Primer says Hey, Vinny, there's a video called The Soldier Who Took All the Meth by Count Denkula. Check it out as a supplement to your podcast with Cardiff. I would like to do that. I would love to watch that. Is that that becoming the meth show now? No. Uh,
2: So we did our second episode last night. I haven't seen it yet. Was it good? It was about UFO believers. Ah, And here's your tease, everybody. The point of this show, Cardiff and I put a StreamYard link out to a random subreddit, and we let anybody who happens to be in that subreddit come on the show and tell us why they are there. So last night, we went to a subreddit called UFO Believers, and we just put it out there. We got one guy from Scotland who's very earnest in his beliefs. Okay. We got another guy who wore a dog mask. Oh, didn't want to be uh, recognized by the yeah. space aliens. He's former MUFON, which is like an investigative team. His wife got him the membership to MUFON okay. and then used it against him in his divorce proceedings. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so there's just some interesting stuff
1: there that. Did Tommy then, from MSCS show up on the show? That would have be been great. I was hoping.
2: <laughs> but then the last story that we went with, this dude uh, – from i don't know where he says he went blueberry picking and a portal opened and something flew out cool yeah really cool shit so it was really wild uh hope you check it out subreddit surfing uh if you are a regular youtube viewer of the show please do me a favor hop over to the subreddit surfing youtube and uh subscribe we want to get to a thousand quick so we could start live broadcasting oh you guys me. have your own youtube channel you're not doing it on cardiff's yep we're doing just making its its own wow, youtube channel this is a real thing me yeah too. I guess. We'll see. Uh Cam Critical 49. Ola Lados.
1: It's crazy how they always seem to go live on holidays. Such commitment. We are committed to this. Absolutely. This show for sure. Well, Fisker I am. Whisker. Curl, since you're driving from Rochester now, does that mean we're not going to the Cubs game? That is true. We are not going to the Cubs game, Mr. Whisker. You're not just
2: gonna drive an hour to sleep in Chicago. Drive, what are you gonna do? Turn around and come back, stay in Gary, and turn around and drive back?
1: I'm just not going to the game with Fisker Whisker. <laughs> Tricky Dicky 1999 to the Dolphins, NFL's perennial playoff losers. No, wait, I'm sorry. No, we're not perennial. I forgot losers. all about those two back to back
2: Super Bowl wins from like fifty years ago. My bad, my blunder. We're not perennial playoff <laughs> losers. We barely make the playoff shot. <laughs> yeah, I know. Nineteen
1: seventy two. That was that was a good year. Uh, and then remember that
2: 50 years ago, just over 50 years ago
1: and to the bills. Oh no, wait, that's right. They don't have any Super Bowl wins. They do have those four back to back to back to back Super Bowl losses in the nineties though. They're even more pathetic than the dolphins are. All right. I don't like where this is going. And then he says for another 1989, they're both a bunch of losers. All right. For 20 bucks, you can tell me the bills are suck. That's fine. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Thank you, guys, for the uh, the Super Chats
2: on this special Super Chat Tuesday. Yeah, you guys are incredible. We love you. Um, we will be back tomorrow at 1130 a.m. Eastern time on Patreon, and then we'll be back for a normal episode right here on YouTube on Monday, and we hope you will join us for that. Carl, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gugia! I gotta go. Goodbye. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. So Bella